Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, viewer, want to know what happens when a wrestler uses the sport's blurred lines of fiction and reality to push the envelope, visualize their unhappiness, and not so subtly nudge their employers towards making a decision that may or may not result in them getting fired? Of course you do. Let's find out. I'm Andy for What Culture Wrestling, and here are 10 wrestlers who were begging to be fired. Number 10, Buff Bagwell. He's buff, he's the stuff, and in 2001, the WWE office had had enough. A honking attitude, horrendous TV match with Booker T, and an altercation with Shane Helms were all things that contributed towards Buff getting fired from the promotion before he could ever really get going. Jim Ross has since revealed that the party lifestyle Buff was leading at the time just didn't make him a good fit, to the point where Vince McMahon himself straight up told JR that Buff wasn't going to make it. WWE, it seems, didn't see Bagwell as the megastar he was in his own head. And it probably didn't help that Bagwell once got his legendary mum, Judy, of on a forklift fame, to effectively phone in sick for him prior to him getting sacked. Number 9. Ryback Watching it in 2021, Ryback's final few weeks in WWE are pretty hilarious to watch. Witness his weightlifting belt reading the pre-show stopper at Payback 2016, which was pretty much as obvious a dig at the company as you're ever going to get, but brazen nonetheless and typical of the Ryback. When referee John Cohn told him to take it off, Ryback replied, Tell them to f*** off. This got back to Vince McMahon, and by the next day, Ryback was off TV due to what was called a contract dispute. And then, by August, he'd been let go, which was probably his goal all along. Speaking of which, number 8. Gail Kim It takes a brave person to effectively tell the biggest promotion in the world to shove it live on television, but that's pretty much what Gail Kim did when she eliminated herself from a battle royal on an August 2011 episode of Raw. Sick of the company's sh** and already set on leaving Vince Land, Kim claimed that she'd been told to leave the ring quickly, but the producers surely didn't plan on her literally just dropping to the mat and rolling out of her own accord. Four days later, Gail had quit WWE, and it's safe to say that given her seven reigns as Knockouts champion, her impressive body of work, and TNA Hall of Fame induction, that, yeah, this worked out for the better. Number 7. Caval. 
Those who know of Cavall or Loki understand that when it comes to good professional conduct in the wrestling business, the guy isn't exactly Brian Danielson. Nonetheless, this was ropey, even for him, as in 2010 he just decided to name drop Total Nonstop Action TNA in the middle of an NXT segment. His wild facial expression and provocative tone just screamed, I'm shooting here, guys, and it's hard to imagine that he was particularly happy in WWE, so if vocalising that was his intention, alright mate, fair play, I mean, there are more diplomatic ways of doing business, but let's be honest, none would be as much fun as doing this. Number 6. Kevin Nash Weary of WCW by 1993, which is kind of hard to blame him for considering, you know, Oz, Big Sexy caught wind of WWE interest, with Shawn Michaels headhunting him to become Diesel his bodyguard. More jazzed for that than continuing in WCW, Nash just straight up lied to Ole Anderson to get his release, saying he wasn't happy and he was going to quit wrestling altogether and go back to bouncing at nightclubs. Ole said yes, let Nash out of his contract and created a monster, literally, with Nash jumping ship to the competition, becoming Diesel and winning the WWE Championship in just over a year. Not bad for a guy who effectively played the jolly green giant on TV just a couple of years before that. Poor Kev. Number 5. Charlotte Flair The SmackDown Women's Champion returned to WWE television on the 29th of October 2021, one week after an explosive backstage confrontation with Becky Lynch and Sonya Deville stemming from a belt swap segment that, to put it mildly, didn't go to plan. If you watch her comeback promo, it's almost as if nothing has happened, apart from the pretty obvious wink to the camera. Nonetheless, about 5,000 reports, it seemed, of Flair becoming a backstage pariah who nobody wants to work with emerged in the aftermath, after Charlotte not only went into business for herself, but made two of her colleagues look like total chumps in the process. And to be fair, it's kind of hard to blame WWE for the lack of action on this matter. They can't exactly fire Charlotte Flair and watch her go over to the competition in AEW. They had a really tricky situation to deal with here, and ultimately, they chose to do absolutely nothing. Number 4. Ric Flair. From one Flair to another, that Ric Flair once literally proclaimed, Fire me, I'm already fired, on an episode of WCW Nitro justifies his inclusion here alone. This happened in 1998, after Flair had fought Eric Bischoff in a wrestler versus boss battle that mimicked Austin McMahon, only not as good, on screen, but behind the scenes, it was completely different, with Bischoff and Flair clashing for real. There was big time heat between the two at the time, so when Flair ranted away in his bloody boxer shorts begging to be fired, there was probably a hint of truth in there. Number 3. Scott Hall Nice finish. I can't wait to kick out of it, said Scott Hall to the Dudley Boys in 2002, and while intended to be a joke, it did nothing to endear the former Razor Ramon to a WWE locker room or make them think that he'd be a team player after coming in as part of the new NWO. It didn't take long for things to go sour for him in WWE, and after playing a part in various problems on the road, including the infamous plane ride from hell that May, Hall was gone. Number 2. Scott Steiner 
Buff Bagwell may have been a diva in WWE, but he was a pussycat compared to the all-time banter legend that is Scott Steiner, who treated latter-day WCW like his own personal playground. Amongst other indiscretions, he beat the piss out of DDP in a pull-apart brawl, battering the poor fella, and even ripped Ric Flair on a live mic on Nitro, going into business for himself by calling Flair a jealous old bastard. His punishment was a few fines and paid suspensions, but that's pretty much it. Really makes you wonder what it would have taken for WCW to actually fire the guy, but you know, he's Scott Steiner. Can't imagine he's the easiest guy in the world to walk up to and just say, hey pal, you're fired. And at number one, Nails. Of all the daft buggers who are practically begging to be fired by wrestling companies, none of them compare to this daft bugger, who in 1992 stormed into Vince McMahon's office, ragdolled his ass all over the place, and pretty much screamed himself hoarse, guaranteeing that Nails was never to be seen on company television again. Nails must have known he would have been fired after putting his hands on the big man. Nobody was ever going to survive that drama. But the story doesn't even end there. Later, Nails admitted in court that he hated Vince's guts when testifying against him during the infamous steroid trials. Unfortunately, this statement, which could hardly be seen as unbiased, probably didn't help the defense, probably didn't play in their favor. And Nails barely worked as a mainstream wrestler ever again. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.